to Travels with Alicia. In this episode, I'm going to talk about Hoboken, New Jersey. And I'm going to do this episode a little differently. I'm going to first give you some information and talk a little bit about the history of Hoboken. And then I will interview my sister, Tanya, who lived there for over seven years. She'll be able to give you some kind of insider view of what it's like living there and tips about her favorite places. So let's jump into it. Hoboken, New Jersey is located right across the Hudson River from Midtown Manhattan. It is super convenient to New York City. There's three ways to get to New York. You can take the ferry, which is at 14th Street, and it takes you right into Midtown Manhattan at 39th Street. It's about $9 each way, and it is definitely, at least from my perspective, the preferred way to get into New York City. You can also take the PATH train or buses. So the most important thing is Hoboken is its own destination with lots of wonderful things to do, but it's also super convenient to New York City. Some of the best places to stay, um, I can recommend the W in Hoboken. It's gorgeous. It's right on the Hudson River, and you have beautiful views of Manhattan. They have bikes available, so you can ride. They have bike paths everywhere, and it's a really great place to stay. I recommend it. Pretty pricey, but I do recommend it. I've noticed they have actually have a new place called the Dharma Home Suites, and they have two locations for that. These are actually like apartments that you can rent. So if you are staying longer term or you have large families, they come in one and two bedroom with kitchens and stuff. I have not stayed there, but um, they do look pretty nice. And then another place I'll mention, it's a little bit north of Hoboken. It's the Sheraton Lincoln Harbor, and that's right on the water as well. So there's not a lot of hotels, but you have enough choices that I think you could find something. So Hoboken's pretty small. It's actually only one square mile. And the preferred places to stay are obviously on the Hudson River. The vibe that you get from Hoboken is definitely young. 40% of the people are between 20 and 34. So this land was owned by John Stevens, and this was in the late 1700s. He was high up in the military and and an inventor, and he became very frustrated because there was so many snapping turtles coming out of the Hudson River, and they were basically eating his chickens. And so he and his staff decided that they were going to turn the turtles into um, turtle soup, and they decided to have a big party and they invited all their friends over from Manhattan and it was a smashing success and he right after that started the Hoboken Turtle Club where his he and his friends would get together and many times he would sell serve this turtle soup but the interesting thing about this history is his early members and his friends were George Washington, Aaron Burr, and Alexander Hamilton. So it's just a quite an interesting history associated with Hoboken. And this was prior to it actually being called Hoboken. But this was the land basically right across from the Hudson River. And so the first meeting that they actually had was at a place called Sybil's Cave. And that cave is still there today. It's it's not much of a tourist attraction. You can't actually go in it. But if you walk from the W Hoboken north along the river, you will see this marked cave there. And the why I'm telling you that is there's another really interesting fact about that cave. In 1841, 
a woman's body floated up there right at the cave. And that whole situation and that murder became the basis for the first true crime novel that was ever written. And it was written by Edgar Allan Poe. So anyway, I thought I'd share those interesting things that kind of um, tie into Hoboken. And um, I'm going to now kind of turn and start the interview because I think you're probably interested in what you can do today there. So I'd like to introduce you to my guest today, my sister, Tanya. She lived in Hoboken for over seven years. So this is really great because she's going to be able to tell you more about Hoboken and more like what is there to do there today? And why would you, not even because it's close to New York, but why would you even want, you may even want to just go to stay in Hoboken to enjoy what's there. So let me first ask her the question is, Tell me what Hoboken's like. What's the vibe? You know, I've heard there's like a lot of famous people that live there. What can you tell me about it? So thank you, Alicia. Thanks for inviting me here. Um, It's a very young vibe. I will say that I actually lived there um, not in my youngest years. That's all I'm going to say. So I noticed it immediately. Um, It's a lot of people outside, a lot of dogs and a lot of babies, so you have a, a very young crowd, a lot of the people that moved from Manhattan now, but you also have a lot of people moving from all over. Um, it's a small town feel, so it feels very different than New York, even though it's so close. Um, it's got water next to it. Obviously, you've got the Hudson River, um, so you've got that nice water feel. You can see the water, walk to it. You know, I could see it right out my window. I was going to say, so you lived right on the Hudson and in a building that was, and maybe you'll, you, I'll let you describe it better, but she had absolute gorgeous floor to ceiling windows and the view of the New York yeah. skyline. So tell them about where so you I lived. lived in the Hudson T building, the 1500 building. There's more buildings. They've actually built three more buildings since then, but back then there was only like two. It's right on the north end of Hoboken. So before you get in, you know, you go up into, um, um, Weehawken. It's we- Weehawken, yes. Sorry. How can I forget that? But it's on that quarter. And, and actually, the water comes around that building and wraps into a little inlet. So the, you see water everywhere when you look out. I was on the eighth floor. Um, the apartment was a, it had windows on both sides looking directly at Manhattan. So I used to joke with colleagues that I worked with that lived in Manhattan. I said, well, you get a view of me, but I get a view of Manhattan. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and I don't have to pay the, the toll to go through the tunnel to go to work. So it was, it was funny, but the, um, the view is gorgeous. The most, uh, the best time was sunset. So you'd walk into your, your house And the sun was going down and you could see the sun shimmer across all the buildings in orange colors and all kinds of colors. So it was really quite beautiful. And even at night, I mean, you could see all the fireworks from there. You could do everything during, you know, when they had fireworks. So um, but in the pitch black, it was also quite serene. Um, So it was very nice. Um, So that's that building. The Hudson Tea building is, um, used to be... It's a historical building. Yeah, it was a very historical building. Manufacturing, okay, a long, long time ago. But um, it actually was apartments, and then it became condos, and then Toll Brother came in quite a while back now and was buying them up from the individual owners. And the one I bought was actually not 
bought by Toll Brother, but we remodeled it anyway. Um, but people were doing that. And then, then Toll Brother was setting up more huts and buildings. There's 1450 now. There's a couple other buildings. Yeah, but it's such a desired um, location. And yeah, it's north side. It's the more calm side of Hoboken. So I'll just point that out. When you live on the north side by, by the water, and we'll talk about off the water versus closer to the water, yeah. <laughs> um, right off Washington Street, um, it's definitely more calm, more family-ish, right? And then when you go down to where the path is all the way down. And that's close south, to Jersey City. Close to Jersey so City. So if you're thinking about uh, Hoboken, and like I said, it's right across from Manhattan, uh, Midtown Manhattan, actually. Yeah. Weehawken is above it, and that's you know across from more upper uh, west side. And then lower is across from Jersey City. So yeah. Hoboken's at a prime spot right there yeah. in the middle. Yeah. And I mean, people think it's hard to get in and out. They think there's only one way. After living there, I'll tell you, there are many ways to get in and out of Hoboken. Many little secret ways. You can go up over the back and down through Union City, through Secaucus. You can go up through uh, Weehawken and around. You can go obviously down through the the way most people come in, which is through where um, you enter at the Holland Tunnel. So if people were going to be coming, if you're flying into the Newark airport, is that like a very close place to get to? That was the highlight. I was fly- I had a job that required me to fly a lot in and out. And I, prior to that, I lived probably 45 minutes an hour to an airport. This was 20 minutes. So you're pretty, you're so very, was, very and, convenient and I was to the on Newark. the north end. Okay. Most of the time was spent going through Hoboken. <laughs> Okay. Right? Okay. So it was really quite easy. So it's convenient. Quite Even easy if to get if to you're Newark. Flying in, Not good to go to JFK. Okay. But if you're yeah. flying in Newark, <laughs> Newark Airport, Hoboken's a good choice. In addition to Manhattan, you, if you even if you have a, a long layover or one night, you can spend oh, it there. Oh, that's a good idea. You can spend nice, it there. Nice, nice yeah, tip. Yeah, it's quite there. nice. Um, I did want to tell you one thing about the the end towards the south. That's much more the party and the bars. So there's two kinds. There's three kinds of times of the day. There and first of all, people exercise there like crazy, so that's good. You're always able to go out and exercise. So you've got the exercising time, the morning where everybody's up and going to work. Um, you've got the late afternoon where people like me were going out to dinner, like going out to dinner around maybe seven and late afternoon, early early evening. evening. Well, I mean, you start earlier maybe, but you're enjoying yourself. And then there's a late night crowd. The late night crowd is very young. It's it's parties, it's bars. Well, I've heard there's more bars. I didn't really participate in it, but I saw it. Per resident than in Manhattan. It is, it, 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 they have crawls. They got the Santa Claus outfits where everybody's running around. They do all kinds of crazy things. I mean, crazy. Yeah, there's a lot you of see, sports You should there's see a lot of sports uh, St. Patrick's Day. Okay. They actually do it off of St. Patrick's Day just to avoid the crowds. People come from all over for St. Patrick's Day. So it definitely, if you like bars and you like to socialize and you're young, it's definitely got a huge draw um, there. So what were some of your favorite things to do there? Well, we like food. So honestly, there's so many good restaurants. There's really one main street. I think it's Washington Street that comes down the middle there yeah. where uh, there, it's full of restaurants, bars, and shops. Yeah. And you'll not believe it. It was very difficult potholed road, difficult to park. And as I moved out and drove out, they were paving the road. <laughs> 
figured. So today it? it's perfectly it's paved for everybody else with who wants to come. parking, not all parallel. Now they've got the uh, what do you call it? The angle parking, much easier to park. Yeah. Um, obviously, you have to pay to park. But and I would suggest want- you do pay. It's worse than Philadelphia. You will get a ticket. Um, but I would love you to share some of your favorite places because I can remember when yeah. I was there with Athena, as you guys know, my daughter and Tanya. We would go up and down this road, and there was just so many. Like she said, it was many blocks long, and um, it was full of restaurants, bars, and shopping. And um, so, so, so I thought I'd take you on a walk. Okay. Of food. Okay, do a walk down food. Washington. Thank you. Street. We can't do it in one day because we wouldn't be able to eat that much. But just kind of starting out where I lived. And um, share some top. of your favorite places so that people can remember these. There's a, 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 f- a famous steakhouse called Dino and Harry's. It's um, actually, it's not on Washington Street. It's like one street in. Okay. But it's right right there around 14th. Um, and it has music, like a piano player. Oh, nice. And a nice classy bar. And then obviously the, the traditional nice steakhouse if you want to stay for that. But you can even just jo- join the the happy hour and, and that. So Dean and Harry's has been there a very long time. Okay. For like a month in <laughs> summer ahead. to go enjoy themselves. Um, I think it's August, but I'm not sure. Um, then one of my favorites, and you've been there many times, is the Madison Bar and Grill. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Tell them about that. I love that. We did New Year's Eve dinner there when yes, I we did. visited they have- Tanya. And then we ran back to their apartment to watch the fireworks from their view. So the Madison is highly recommended. Yeah. So the Madison is a traditional American bar, right? It has a bar that you can sit up on. It's got great cocktails. The It's got two sections of the restaurant. It's got one that's a little nicer, and then it's got one with, like, bistro tables in front of the bar. <clears throat> it's not big. So, but what's interesting is, you know, and the food is great. Burgers. I mean, just really good food all around. And I know in the fancy restaurant side, we had some great meals as well. Um, we used to go there all the time for a quick drink and a little bite. Uh, it was a block away. <laughs> it was just yeah, so that's easy. Quite, that's true. It's so down easy. closer to the water right near her condo, the tea yeah, building. It's, yeah, it's Washington and, and 14th. It's right okay. there. And okay. um, one thing to know, though, about 1030... They take all those bistro tables and all those young people start coming in and it turns into a bar with dancing. Oh, that's pretty I cool never though. stayed that late, but I watched, I did one time, was trying to finish my meal while they were trying, they were like pulling the tables out. I'm like, what's going on? And it is a really nice Changing place. Changing the so DJ that's kind of to inter- a DJ. That's yeah, kind of was, interesting because it, it is it an upscale nice. place, but it just goes to show you how it's, it is for everybody. It, it transformed. Um, so let's walk a little further up. Um, we'll talk about food. I have a couple shopping places to tell you, but Stingray Lounge was added when I was there. It wasn't, hasn't been like Madison's been there for a long time. Dino and Harris has been there, but Stingray Lounge was added. It's a seafood restaurant. They don't, honestly, I was surprised. They don't have so many seafood restaurants, maybe one or two seafood restaurants. They have a very diverse, um, I would say palette of different types of restaurants, but seafood wasn't one of them. So this one was really good. It's it's high end. It's much more for cocktails and just, um, you know, oysters and, you know, raw bar. And I mean, obviously you can get cooked shrimp and stuff like that, but it's not really for big dinners. Mm-hmm. I'm sure mm-hmm. they have them, but that's not how people use it. Um, it doesn't have a lot of space. So people are kind of all squished in together. Um, I was not there in COVID, so I don't know how it worked. <laughs> but but they but they probably had takeout. But they survived, um, and they're still there. And I highly recommend it if you're interested in like a raw bar uh, feel. Another one of my favorites, and this is an important area. It's um, 11th in Washington. 
it's like Elysian Square. It's E-L-Y-S-I-A-N. And it has, that square is known potentially, I mean, this is what they say, that it's one of the first places of a, a first baseball game was ever played. Oh, I did hear that. Yeah. That is true. So Hoboken is known it's to be where the first baseball game was ever the played. The first organized baseball yes. game, giving Hoboken a strong claim to the birthplace of baseball. And there's a whole sign there, and they have a little home plate. It's it's a big square. Okay, and now, um, you're, are you saying there's restaurants So there's a, there uh, there's a, uh, well, it's been there, Elysian Cafe. I actually think I took you there, but you probably don't remember. It says it's an American cuisine, but I actually think it's more of like a little French bistro. Inside, okay. it has... Oh, I think I do remember now it that you're mentioning it. It has that little, I don't know, checkered type feel of a floor. Right, right. Very high, it's in a building that's old. A lot of these buildings are old. So it has very high ceilings and it has texture and, and I would say uh, woods craft into the okay. ceiling and so it gives you that feel of a, of a french bistro and the food is really like that as well um great drinks there um my friend susan drank manhattan's from there and just loves it it's like her favorite now drink you're there. making me want to go back i actually like we the might have to do a day but, trip but it's really good and they have great breakfast. Uh, breakfast is a big thing. Brunch is a big thing in Hoboken. Well, thank you for sharing. Keep going because I think people, this will be very helpful. So I'm trying to pick the best places. Trip. I'm skipping yeah, the ones so that many. aren't my favorite. Well, I know I want you to mention the one that um, her son, who's my godson, Sean, there was a place that he loved, the falafel. Oh, Mamoons. I wouldn't. So actually, I knew you have to it's mention. funny because I probably wouldn't have brought it up. So, so I'm, I'm bringing it. it up because I just remember how much he loved it. And I am not a huge fan of that, but I really like it. I think that's it closer to 4th Street in Washington. It's on. on it's, yeah. Actually, there's one in Philly. Yeah. They have them in different places now. Okay. Um, but the one in. It's called Mamoons. It's called Mamoons. Yeah. They're very famous for falafel. So falafel, that's something sandwiches. you like. They also have a great mint lemonade. Oh, nice. That's the part I liked. Okay, <laughs> the mint lemonade. Okay. Um, but they have a lot of diverse and ethnic shawarma. Yeah. They have shawarma, not yeah. just falafel. They're very favorite. Actually, they love the shawarma, my husband and my son. Yeah. Um, so there you go. There's a lot of spice. diversity you of things. You can buy just the mamoon spice that you put on it. So um, getting about another diversity while we're down there, I'll tell you about another restaurant called La Isla. It's Cuban. It's right on Washington Street, right around the same area. Um you go in, you can, you can feel like you're entering someone's home almost. You go in and there's some tables, but then there's this counter. It's not a bar. It's like a counter, a lunch counter. Uh, it's not, I don't think there's any alcohol there. You got to bring your own. Um, and I mean, the Cuban food, the sandwiches, the everything, the soup, they have some amazing soup. Wow. Um, I don't know what the names of all the Cuban food is, but... What's the name of the restaurant again? La Isla Restaurant. Okay. And it's been there forever. It's not fancy. Don't dress up. (laughs) No need to. Um, And they actually have a breakfast time too. And then sometimes they have tables outside on on the street. Fun. Um, Because Hoboken has a large, large sidewalk. And so people can put a lot of tables outside. So you do get that feel on Washington Street when it's weather permitting. You have people sitting outside outside and eating. Yeah. So it's... Honestly, this is just such a fun place. Like we've talked about, they have a huge walk along the river, you know, so you have that water feel and that great view of Manhattan. But you also have Washington Street, where you just took us on a walk of amazing restaurants. I even covered them all. I know. I I know. There's so many. You're going to see like at least four Italian restaurants that are amazing. You have a, a, a famous chef at Anthony and Davis that does 
breakfast and lunch doesn't really go into dinner but caters you have so much i mean if you live there you just so keep I think, finding things i mean that is what it's known for having a huge yeah. amount of restaurants and bars yeah so i like i think you will have plenty to do when you're there. But I wanted to ask you some questions. Like everyone, what made people kind of flock there in the last couple of years was this, you know, the cake boss. Oh, Carlos Bakery. Yeah. And Actually, I, I was going to bring it and up. It's weird because I'm not sure I'm a huge fan of it, but so in case you didn't know, um, cake boss, I guess there was a show on, was it Netflix or just TV? I don't even mm-hmm. remember, but it kind of highlighted this bakery as being really famous. And then, so a few times when I visited Tanya, we, you know, we were going to get a cupcake or something. Cause I guess they were known for this. We couldn't even get in the door. Like there was like a two yeah. hour wait. But they because- changed the rules. Yeah, if you have a driver's license from Hoboken, oh, that's right. Because we could get in, but uh, if you don't have it, well, I don't have that anymore. Yeah. But I did at that time, and then we could skip the whole line and walk in as a local. But that was only for locals. The lines were ridiculous, Leisha, and I. Will and tell I know you. they've they've fallen back because I think you know they're. That, well, they opened one in New York. Yeah, that, but that's that, also the. I think it was hyped because of the TV show. Well, it's and the I original location. In the original location. And there was just, um, that brought a lot of people to Hoboken who had not heard of it before. And it's on Washington Street. And it's on Washington Street. It's down Street. near the so path. So if you're there, you can, yeah. you know, grab a cupcake. And, but but it's I will not tell you really... that the main point of the Cake Boss is not about the, cup, about the food that you buy there. It's more about them making very um, specialized cakes. cakes. And I'll okay. be honest with you, I've tried them. They're, they were good. They were, I don't know if they were worth the money. But um, but when you go there just to get the regular bakery stuff, I found much better bakeries up the street with no line. I've heard that. I, I actually, Italian bakeries. Yeah, it's yeah. Because it was everyday stuff you were buying. And it Versus wasn't a Versus a fancy cake. Okay, and, that's And the a coffee good point. was better and cheaper. So, you know, if you're going there to experience the, the cake part, do it. Otherwise, go to the bakery up the street. I got it. I got um, it. I just want to point it out because I think that was something that was a draw yeah. for a lot of people. People who, before there was one in Manhattan, people who actually were visiting New York took, did come over to Hoboken just to see that. Believe yeah. it or not, odd yeah. as it is. Because there are, what other famous people or like things that you experience in Hoboken? Well, in the Hudson Tea Building at that time, not anymore, um, Eli Manning was living there. And he had a, I think they put two condos together, at least maybe three, I don't know. Um, and he, we would run into him because he would come, he had this little white puppy, flu-flu dog that he would walk out front. And um, he had a very, he had de- decorated his place very Western. And I remember because when they were, go- when they sold it, he was moving out before I left. Um, took a while to sell. Uh, not because the price point, because the price point from Manhattan and all over is not a big deal. It was more the style because <laughs> it was a very, it wasn't very modern. Okay. And, and at that time, most of the remodeling was very modern. So um, people were looking for a more updated. Yeah. Modern you had to have a certain taste to, to get into that Western style. I mean, although it was, I mean, well, high end stuff, but he was well known there. They actually, I think it was the Dunkin Donuts or something, put his sign out front. He lives here. I mean, oh. they definitely took advantage of him living there to promote, that he was there, stopped by. Yeah. Um, I, I, there definitely is famous people. You could run into them. 
I a lot of famous bands are there a lot. Yeah, I don't remember seeing tons of famous people, but again, I might miss and not even notice, to be honest with you, that's me. Um, but I'm sure they're there. I, I would well, be surprised. Well, one of the things that used, and unfortunately it closed, but it was called, not the Madison, because the Madison's a great restaurant yeah. that we would go, it was called the Maxwell. And there was a very famous place that would hold bands in Nirvana, and like I just can't go on and on. Springsteen recorded there. Oh, that corner, yes. Yeah, there yes. was a very famous famous yes. place like a, and there was always um it was a musician as well as yeah musicians. it's a very well known place yeah. actually there's a recording studio in Hoboken too and it's very well known in the music in the musician yeah. scene yeah so I would say you have to be smart like you are in any any cityish area as much as you walk down Washington Street and it feels really 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 safe it's not safe everywhere and as a person who lived there, I learned you have to learn that real fast, right? Because in the time I lived there, there were many, many homicides, right? So, wow. I mean, you don't realize it. It's not, it's not dangerous, but you have to be smart, just like right. anywhere. I mean, Any don't city. think that I'm not in New York City, so I don't have to pay attention. But actually, you do it's have everywhere. to pay attention. It's everywhere. And yeah. um, there are definitely some areas of Hoboken that are... Um, you know, definitely more dangerous, but they're not the ones that are from Washington Street to the water. Right. So if you're a visitor, you should probably stay in that area. If you well, don't I don't know. think there's much choice. There's not a lot of hotels. There's the W and then there's a Newton. If you're Dharma staying in hotels and not Airbnbs, not yeah. because you got to watch out for Airbnbs, um, just to make sure you know where they are. Right. Yeah. But well, that's the a good point, but, but the hotels know, are the only w. A one mile square radius. So it's pretty small. Yeah. The W is very nice. Um, expensive. Has a great spa. I stayed there at Thanksgiving. Um, and then if you go where I was, you just walk around that little inlet. You're basically in Weehawken, but there is a Marriott right there. A Sheraton, actually, sorry. It's owned okay. by Marriott, but it's a Sheraton. Lincoln Harbor. And there is, uh, we didn't talk about transportation. There, The ferry, which is at Lincoln Harbor and at 14th Street. So you got two ferries that you oh, can catch up okay. there really easy. And they go to multiple different places in New York. Okay. Um, some of them only go to, to Midtown. Midtown. The Hoboken 14th Street just goes to Midtown and back and forth. That's the one I was on. Which many you say times. is about nine dollars. Yeah, away. it is. I checked that. And one. you can buy booklets and whatever. Yeah. Um, I used it a lot because it was real cl- close and really easy to get to Midtown. Um, you also have the path, which is much cheaper. But for me, I had to walk all the way down <laughs> to the other end, about a mile, to get it. But you know, if you want to go downtown and you're down there, it's it's very easy and much more affordable. It takes you, you can easily get to, um, you know, where all the action is down there, financial district, the um, where the Tin Towers were, and all that 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 memorial area. You can get there very easily using the path. You can just come out and walk. You're right there. Um, there is also um, if you go into Weehawken, there's other ferries that aren't you can walk to actually, but they're they're up there that take you to many other places okay. around okay. New York, um, around the other side also. So you can depends on the size of the boat, <laughs> um, but they all have different prices. I won't say they're all the same price, but the one that I used the most was the 14th Street, quite affordable to get across. Right, right. but you have to pay both but ways. I, that's just. You know, listening to you and doing some of the research that I did, to get into Manhattan, it's just very convenient. Yeah. It's yeah. super easy. Many, many, many lots. options. That's the other thing yeah, I want to many, say. Many, many options. You could park on the Hoboken side instead of paying for the New York parking. 
So there's there's public parking. I mean, you have to pay, but there's public parking. Um, oh, that's a good tip. Uh, so I was going to ask you for some good tips. And yeah. I think you just gave us one, which yeah. is if you're coming in and you're closer to Hoboken on your drive in, for those of you who drive in like some of us, um, mm-hmm. you could park in Hoboken and just take the ferry over yeah. and that would save you money. But it's also yeah. fun. For those of us that don't do that on a daily basis, and it's very fun. It's like, it was less than 15 minutes and it was very enjoyable. If you really want to save money, you park on the north side of Hoboken in one of those parking, they're, they're buildings, they're not yeah. lots, okay? Yeah. <laughs> there's no lots. <laughs> and and you park there and you, there's a there's actually just a bus. And that's the cheapest way to go. Um, yeah, but that's a good the tip. The bus stop takes you because you're on the north side. There's no stops. There's so like is that in stops. Weehawken? Is, would that be considered Weehawken? No, you're in Hoboken. It's in Hoboken. Okay, 14th Street bus stop. Uh, there's parking there is what you're you, saying. There's parking nearby. You walk to the bus stop. You jump on the bus. Back then it was $2 and something. I don't know what it is now. You only had two stops before you would end up at the bus station in Manhattan. So it wasn't like you had to stop at all these stops. You got there very fast, and the buses go through the tunnel. They they go. They don't. Sit, I do remember they don't the sit bus in traffic. Were, I they do. Don't sit in traffic. I do remember the bus was amazingly. Yeah. But you need to want to go. You want need to want to go um, uptown because otherwise you get out the bus station and you have to walk. So. So in ending this, can you share maybe something that you really loved about Hoboken, and maybe not a restaurant, but like. What attracted you to being there? What kind of um, experiences can people expect? Like, do you have any, like, whether it's a tip or a secret gem that... Yeah. So, kind of there's a lot of little boutiques. I'm a person who likes to walk. So, I'm a walker. So, I can't sit home all day. So, I can go out, walk, um... Walk to see different stores and stuff like that. They're very walkable. I very remember walkable. It's very There's walkable. stores everywhere. I could also I could I could walk down by the water, but then I could come back up and see the stores. I could reverse that walk. It was the safe area to walk, and I had lots to see. And there was always something going on in the water. I mean, there was either boats or there was something. There was always something to watch. So, one place I love was called Luna Rosa Home. It was it's closer to where I am, but it's on uh, Washington where I lived. Closer. On Washington Street, sorry. It's just a little place. They had little things for your home, but they were really nice. They knew you when you walked in. I mean, it was just really nice. And you could tell that the owner, who I don't remember her name now, but she thought very seriously about everything she put in there. There was a story about everything. Interesting. And I don't know if you remember Mom's Little Birds. I used to get them from there. Oh, I remember. Those little beaded birds that she liked. So there there was like, if you like things like that. But then if you like... Was it like a gift shop? Or was it... It was like a home... Shop okay that okay. had things, things for, for your home. home. It was accessories. Can Not, you can you say the name of it again for us? Uh, Luna Rosa Home. And the other thing, the boutiques are more for the young. I'll be honest with you, it was hard for me to buy clothes there, just to fit into them. I could buy tons of accessories. I, I could but buy, I remember that but, you taking Athena shopping. But your daughter, it would be easy for me. I could buy her like ten million things. Yeah, and I it remember. Wasn't even you did that too. Expensive. You did too. You it did buy her ten million. Things. It wasn't expensive. Yeah, so it is a good place if for the younger crowd. Again, you know, every, you know, everyone talks about where, what can you do, and where can you go shopping. For the younger crowd, it's a great place. Yeah. So, I agree. I think the only thing I didn't tell you about okay. that I really wanted to tell you about, um, the brownstones. Oh. And Halloween. That's what I want to tell you about. If you ever want to have an exciting experience at Halloween, walk up 
uh, we're at 14th and uh, Bloomsfield, which is the street after Washington. There's all the brownstones. These people, you, I mean, they go crazy so, at Halloween. They decorate. They're out. Just like a whole, they block the street. They're serving snacks. It's not just candy for kids. People are walking around. Obviously, I'm sure they're drinking. I'm sure they're doing whatever. <laughs> and and smoke. And there's a lot of gore. People are acting like they're dead. I mean, it's nuts. It, oh, it was wow. nuts. It was nuts. But that's kind of fun. So for people who like Halloween, there are people who travel and love to pick different destinations. And that would it be It shocked fun. me, I have to tell you. First yeah, time you I was, like that. I love that stuff, but I didn't know that that was there. And I'm like trying to drag my husband. I'm like, forget it, I'm going by myself. Oh, <laughs> I just went exciting, out by myself. Exciting, exciting. I didn't have a kid well, to go out with. <laughs> that is a great tip. And yeah, thanks cool. for that. It was cool. But thanks for having me. I hope that you enjoyed this because I think that Tanya was able to give you a lot more insight and color to Hoboken than I ever could. So thank you for joining us today. Stay tuned for more Travels with Alicia. 